Okay, awesome. So hi, everyone. I'm Shaylin Butterworth. I have a special guest here today at The Nest, and this is Dr. Heather Hunt. And we're going to share some information uh, for you on chiropractic care and other services she can offer and why that might be beneficial during pregnancy and as we prepare for birth. So Dr. Hunt, thank you for joining us. Would you mind sharing a little more about your practice and, and what you offer? Sure. Um, I am a chiropractor and I do cranial sacral therapy and I practice functional medicine here in Nevada City. I actually grew up in this area and my dad's a chiropractor. And so I've been raised with chiropractic and I kind of come from why wouldn't you need chiropractic? So <laughs> because I've had it my whole life and yeah. honestly don't really know how people survive without it. Um, I have been in practice for 14 and a half years and I got pregnant with my first baby when I was in my last year of chiropractic college and being raised in chiropractic paradigm, um, it, chiropractic is really based on trusting your body and knowing that it has this innate intelligence in order to um, live in this world and, and maintain homeostasis. And so uh, having that strong, and my mom, you know, I'm the oldest of four. I watched her. I was there at her, you know, her three births that came after me. And, um, you were so there I, at them. I you was, got... Oh wow. yeah, she, she had home births. And so, and, and the second, the third and fourth, I was 10 and 12. So okay. it was quite significant. Oh, so yeah. I knew I could, I could be pregnant and have a baby. And that, that was a natural process. And I didn't doubt that about myself until I got pregnant and I went down to Powell's bookshop, um, which is the, one of the largest bookstores in the whole country. And they had a huge section on pregnancy and I was trying to find some resources and everything was so fear-based that I started doubting myself. And I thought, Oh my gosh, if, if I being raised, how I've been raised and trusting my body, like I have been taught my entire life could doubt my body in this process, there is something really wrong here. Mm -hmm. So that really politicized me actually. And at that moment, I really felt like I am going to dedicate, you know, myself to, to figuring this out and to, to, to really helping women have, and families, you know, have, keep that trust. And if you don't have the trust in the first place is to, um, to learn about your body and, and really trust that your body knows how to do this. And mm -hmm. we need help sometimes, and that's great. Uh, often we need help. And so that's where chiropractic comes in. Um, one of my favorite parts about chiropractic is that I can have a woman come in that has been told by everybody else in her life, oh, you're just pregnant. Like, don't worry. It's, you're just going to be uncomfortable and it'll, you'll be better after you have your baby. Yeah. And even when I have people come in in their third trimester and they're really uncomfortable and it's very severe and I help them get better, uh, it's, it's, it's just a really neat way for you to learn more about your body and realize that, you know, I tell them when, when I help them get better in their third trimester or anytime in their pregnancy, I said, please remember this because as you get older, you will also hear, Oh, your body just falls apart. Like, of course you have that pain. You're getting older. It's like, no, never accept that. Mm -hmm. Never accept, you know, your body is, is magical and it has a lot of capacity for healing at any age and wholeness and, and freedom from pain. Um, and so with chiropractic, um, you know, reasons why somebody might seek a chiropractor with pregnancy is any pain or discomfort, um, which of course you're going to have, which is why I think, why can people, how can people survive without it? Um, but 
I'm trained in something called the Webster technique, which is yeah. specific for chiropractic. Um, sorry, sorry, specific for pregnancy. It also is known to help um, turn breech baby, which is not true. It actually helps get the pelvis into alignment. So babies can achieve the natural optimal position for birth, which is head down. I love, I love the way you said that because I, I, we talk about this in our childbirth class and I talk about it with my pregnant folks all the time is babies are really smart. They're wise. They know what they need to do. They're trying to get, you know, head down in a, in the best possible position for us, the pregnant person and them. But if there's misalignment, it makes it really hard for them to do their job. So I just wanted to highlight, like, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, And also, you know, when I say everybody needs chiropractic, it, I have to, there's a caveat with that in that all of medicine is very much focused on men's bodies on, you know, it, it is, we live in a patriarchal society. Medicine is realizing that, um, chiropractic is still largely based in a chiropractic adjustment, which is when, you know, you adjust something and it pops, um, oftentimes in women's bodies, but very much, especially in pregnant women's bodies, we don't necessarily need to be adjusted a lot. A lot of times we're dealing with what I call globalized hypermobility, <laughs> which is just when all of our joint, and especially with pregnancy, right? All of the joints get loose because of relaxin. And again, that's part of the natural process. And if everything was imbalanced, that wouldn't be a problem. But if somebody, you know, you're out of balance, if you have pain, like on a particular side, say like, oh, it's always on my left or it, you know, it goes between, um, because then, you know, there's an imbalance, right? Mm-hmm. And so what, what I really try to do is so I'm trained in the Webster. I'm trained in what my dad trained me since I was little, um, which actually is quite conservative with chiropractic adjusting, um, being really specific with where you adjust, um, because I don't want people to just like run out necessarily and just find anybody, <laughs> like make sure if, if you go to a chiropractor, they're really trained in women's health and women's bodies. Um, after my three sons get older, that's part of my mission is to go back into some chiropractic schools and things and start training them from what I've learned, because it still is largely focused on the male body, but Mm -hmm. just to be really clear on, um, not getting overly adjusted is, is important Mm -hmm. and, and doing a lot of more soft tissue and ligament releases. And then I do adjust and I love that. And it's so effective. Um, but you just need to be a little careful. I I think it's, I love that you brought that up too, because I do think so many people I find um, when you say chiropractic care, they're like, oh, someone's going to go and like crack me and crack my bones. And I don't really see how that would be super beneficial, but I know, especially myself, unfortunately, I didn't get to be with you during my pregnancy. I wasn't in, I wasn't in the know and in the area at that time, but um, I know getting chiropractic care made me feel so much more comfortable. And as a mom who was pregnant over 35 or advanced maternal age, you know, a lot of people said, oh, you're just going to be more uncomfortable. That's just right. kind of the way it is. But you're exactly right. As I would go and see the, my chiropractor and yeah, it would be an adjustment, but she would really focus on the ligaments and mm-hmm. she would focus on my growing belly and how that was changing the way I carried myself, my body and, and those, and also those aches on my right side. And why is that yeah. there and addressing that specifically? So I just want to again, highlight that because I do think that's really helpful for people to know it isn't just about cracking and, and that, and that type of manipulation. 
Right. And it is really, again, when you're with somebody trained and, and paying attention, it is very safe. And I even um, adjust babies. And I, I mean, I've worked with people at the very end of their life at the beginning. And that's also why I love the cranial sacral therapy, because um, it gives me an in for systems that don't need adjustments that have restrictions in subtler areas, or like for babies have in utero position issues, you know, or they're not turning their heads right, or they're, they're always, you know, they're the most babies come out with a little C curve and, you know, and, and so I can really start with more gentle techniques like cranial sacral. And then if they need it, we move to chiropractic. If the parents feel comfortable and I explain, this might be a little uncomfortable. Your baby will probably cry um, just for a few minutes, but I just had one yesterday, actually, um, the, a baby came in at one month referred in by another mom, couldn't turn her head right really at all really hard birth, very traumatic birth. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, and the mom was prepped. This was great. Cause one of my longtime patients referred her in, gave her the whole rundown. So I hardly had to do any education. Um, and so she came in and I did the cranial. I said, you know, I really think this it's rare, very rare, but I said, I think this baby needs a neck adjustment. And so I explained it and she said, great, do it. We did it. The baby hardly cried. It was not a big deal. But then they came back yesterday and she said that day when we left the office, the baby was like both sides, both sides, which completely changed tummy time, which completely changed nursing. I right? was going to say breastfeeding, nursing, yeah. I'm sure was affected. Yeah. Big time. So, you know, it's, it's, there's so many tools. Um, I feel so fortunate because I, I'm a compulsive learner. Like you should see my nightstand. <laughs> And my tabs on my computer, like I'm studying all the time. So, um, so I'm always adding new things in. And that's also why I added in the functional medicine is because when I was postpartum with my babies, chiropractic wasn't going to do it for me. Like I needed massive adrenal support. And <laughs> so, so I've also made that a, um, you know, we have very low cost blood panels. I, I catch a ton of postpartum thyroids you know, hypothyroid situations. I do a lot of education around blood sugar stability and have resources on that on my website and adrenal health. And, um, and like you, I'm, I'm really wanting to build my resource library and, you know, good for you for making these videos. It's really important. Mm -hmm. I think so too. It's, it's all a part of, you know, when we get pregnant, you don't know what you don't know. And, and I always remind people, if you don't know your options, you don't have any options. So just discovering more about how can I make my journey more comfortable? How can I prepare for the easiest possible birth um, for myself and my baby? And um, just everything you're, you're already, you kind of already segued into my next question. And I actually have a few um, more that I want to make sure we cover, but one is, so if someone comes to you, um, when do you normally like to see them in pregnancy? Um, and what are all of the options on the table as far as things they can uh, receive from you with your Perfect. services? So, um, you know, I find that given left to their own devices, moms usually come about 25 weeks, mm -hmm. which is great. Um, I love starting earlier, obviously, especially if I can catch something, you know, I honestly, with my first pregnancy had more low back pain than in the first trimester than any other time in my pregnancy, which totally freaked me out. Cause I was like, if I have this now, what am I looking at? Right. Mm -hmm. And so when I get women in that first trimester, I really explain like, don't worry, 
this is mostly hormonal. Well, you are not going to feel like this the rest of your pregnancy. Um, and so I feel like a part of what you'll get from me absolutely is, is a hundred percent support. Like I am, I really try to be very available for my patients. I have a busy life. I run a practice. I have three sons, but I often will give out my cell phone number or my email or, you know, just like call me if you need something, text me, let me know how this went Mm -hmm. because it's really important. And pregnancy, you are in a vulnerable time. And for me, it was the first time my body wasn't predictable and it felt, it was, you know, going through different hormonal shifts and having different aches and pains. It's really, it was hard for me to not think like, oh no, is this going to be the rest of my, like, oh, I can only eat white foods. Is my baby getting enough nourishment? You know, things like that. Like, yeah, but it's fairly constant. And I've, since I do pay attention to so many different facets of this, I feel like I can offer help in a lot of ways for women, even beyond just the musculoskeletal. So in that way, I love to see people soon because it's like, are you on your fish oils? Do you have, you know, are you, yes. Okay. You're eating this way, but can we figure out how to tweak it a little bit to get you a little more protein or, you know, I do a lot of, a lot actually. Yeah. And And then very individualized. Like you really are looking at the whole person. It is. And it's also quite intuitive. Um, like yesterday I had a new patient that was pregnant and I just started talking to her about the importance of eating regularly because it felt important for some reason that I didn't know. And as soon as I started, I kind of gave her my blood sugars, adrenal spiel. Mm-hmm. And she, she was said, oh yeah, you know, I just, I don't eat. I forget to eat all the time. Like I just don't eat. And I was like, oh, this is why this is coming up. Like I, you need, we need to talk about this because your adrenal gland, you know, for pregnancy, your adrenal glands, your, you know, your stress response system. If you don't do this, like you're not setting yourself up for success here. And I have cheats because I've been there, <laughs> done that three times. And let me tell you my cheats, you know? Yeah. So, so in that sense, I love to get people um, as early as possible, but anytime my yesterday, I, I also had an impatient that's 37 weeks for baby's breach. Great. Bring it on. Like no matter what care we get, it's just important because I do really think that getting the pelvis into alignment when it's, when it's off, it, it actually it creates an Android pelvis, which is a male pelvis and it's a narrower opening. Mm-hmm. And even though I have full faith in the human body, like, yes, we need help. And, and, and sometimes we get out of balance oftentimes. <laughs> well, and especially, I don't think our lives look these days the way they did a hundred years ago right. or, you know, longer, you know, we're, in, we're doing very different things with our body a majority of the day. One of which I'm doing right now, which is sitting in a chair <laughs> that we right. might spend a lot of time doing or moving in ways, or we've created these habits over time of misalignment. And then you throw a, a growing belly on there and relax in, and it's now exacerbating whatever that issue might be. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, and we don't have to go into how you might address all of these, but I'm just curious if you have an idea, I'm sure you do, of, excuse me, the most common concerns that people come to you with in pregnancy, uh, just so people have an idea of, oh, I didn't know she could help with that. Totally. So most people come in and have pain in what's called the sacroiliac joint. So that's, um, you know, in the upper sacrum, some people say I have sciatica. I'm like, no, no, it's not sciatica. It's your sacroiliac. Um, it is, it's gosh, I'm going to grab my spine so I can show you. Yeah. Um, I'm familiar with this because this is what I had with my second pregnancy. 
Yeah. So if this is looking from behind, right? Here's the sacrum. These are the ilium and then your low back. Mm -hmm. the, the sacroiliac joint is right here. And these ligaments, these blue things are ligaments. Ligaments connect bone to bone. And in, with pregnancy, there's this relaxant and they get stretched, stretched, stretched. So when something gets too stretched out, then all the muscles contract around it to try to protect you because the body's super smart and it doesn't want anything to be like too mobile, right? Mm -hmm. That creates degenerative wear patterns. And so the muscles all spasm around, oh, there's my camera moving. <laughs> um, so then the muscles spasm and that causes pain. Also, when you have that kind of pain, it means that the pelvis is rotated already, mm -hmm. right? And so, um, so I do a bunch of ligament release. I actually have a really great video called low back exercises on my, both the Heather Hunt DC and the Hunt Vitality website. Okay. And we'll attach your website in yeah. the video. It's 17 so they minutes and it actually has exercises and everything for it. Okay. The other thing I get a lot of is, um, what people think is right shoulder blade pain, but it's really gallbladder congestion. Whoa. Okay. I got to hear more about this. Mm -hmm. So they'll come in. Let's see if you can see. So it'd be like pain, right? Can you see that? Yeah. Pain right yep. there. And it can wrap around the other places right here, okay. right under the rib cage on the right. And they'll be like, Oh, I just can't do, I can't get out of this pain. Like it's just constantly achy, sometimes sharp. And so then what I say is, Oh, you, you can't get out of it. Because musculoskeletal pain, you should be able to get out of it. Like um, you should be able to rest at night and have it feel better or lay in a certain position. And this is really important, actually organ pain. You can't get out of if it's organ based or gland based, you know? So, um, so liver gets liver gallbladder can get backed up with pregnancy, which we know with all the liver issues, but gallbladder is less known, but having all the extra um, estrogen thickens the bile. And so it slows down the gallbladder and we can, you know, some people, one of my girlfriends in chiropractic college had to just not eat any fat when she was pregnant because gallbladder deals with fat mm -hmm. um, digestion and her gallbladder couldn't take it. And so we have some really great, like natural food based supp supplements that I give women for that. And it's like, the pain goes away. Wow. So and it's really cool because in mainstream medicine, they really don't know what to do with it. I mean, except tell you like, don't eat fat, but that's not a good idea if you're pregnant, mm -hmm. you know? And so I, I have blog articles on that too, but I just, those are, I mean, there's just pieces of information, you know, mastitis, like poke root for mastitis, like that is just so vital that people know. And unfortunately um, in mainstream medicine, that's just not really covered until it gets to a disease process and we're trying to catch it. And before it gets to that, when it's just an out of balance. Mm -hmm. So those are some things that I deal with quite frequently. Yeah. You touched on like two very different areas of addressing. I mean, that's amazing. And so I feel like, you know, there's just so much you can offer people with regards to, it's not just the bony structure, but also everything that's connecting it and right. even the organs and what's going on underneath. So, right. uh, so if someone were to come to you uh, what does the typical like schedule of care look like? Like yeah, what great how often do they see you? So it's $150 for a new patient appointment. That's a 45 minute appointment with chiropractic and pregnancy. I generally recommend doing a three time trial. So I do one a week for three weeks, which includes the first visit. Okay. Follow up appointments are 15 minutes. They're $60. Okay. 
We don't take insurance, but we can give you a super bill. Mm. Um, and you can bill your own. Uh, and then usually by the third treatment, moms are feeling a ton better. Mm. And at that point I create a treatment schedule for them because I don't want to just, it really actually bothers me when someone goes to a chiropractor and on the first visit, they get the treatment schedule because that doesn't take into account how they are responding and adapting to the care and how fast their body is taking that care in. So to me, that's a red flag when you go somewhere and they're like, oh, I've got to see you two times a week for six weeks or whatever. Don't do it. Oh yeah. Especially as a woman's body, that is too much. You know, that is too much. And you need to have somebody that is paying attention to your progress and how you're taking the treatments in so you don't get overtreated. And so um, usually by the third treatment, women are feeling a ton better. In the Webster training, they say you see a chiropractor as much as you see your primary care provider. So often it's once a month. Um, If somebody comes in with a more acute issue or they have like an old low back issue or something like that, that they're just, um, it's harder for them to, you know, it's just harder for them to stay out of pain. We might see them twice a month, once in a great while. I, usually when people come in weekly, they put themselves on that treatment schedule <laughs> because they want to. Because it feels good. Feel better. Yeah. Uh, which is fabulous. I love it. And, and I love having that time with them and, and having that commitment. But I often um, will do the three. And then it's like every two weeks, once in a while at the end of the pregnancy, we'll need once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is sort of reflected in what you're seeing, your, you know, your OB or your midwife. Okay. And then I am, I imagine, um, it's beneficial to see them, um, during pregnancy because then if they come in postpartum, which I'm sure you probably hope they do, you already know their body, your body familiar with with all of their, you know, concerns and, and because I'm a dork and I'm such a studier, right. And I also really do use my intuition. Mm -hmm. I really I call it tracking. I track my patients on multiple levels. So I not only track the musculoskeletal, but I track their relationships. I track how their kids are doing. I I mean, I ask questions about all this because this matters in our bodies. Mm -hmm. I track how they're eating. I track what their employment status is. I track who their support system is. I always ask, who are your healing team? Who do you have on your healing team? Do you have a healing environment? You know, it's like, and if they kind of look at me blankly, then I pay more attention. Right. Um, and so, yeah. And then I track like the, vi- the reason my practice is called hunt vitality is I track vitality in your body and I know what vitality is. And so the more I get to know my patient's body, the more I get to know what their particular level of vitality is and where I want it. And then I watch it fluctuate, especially, you know, through a pregnancy. And I love doing a postpartum, right. Cause mm-hmm. that gets tricky that we put a lot of emphasis on pregnancy, but the postpartum for me was way more complex, you know, and your body's still very unpredictable and, but you're not sleeping as well. And so like, I mean, you might be sleeping and, but there's still other things going on. So, um, I, that's, I think why I've caught so many thyroids and things like postpartum thyroids is that I've known the person's vitality in their pregnancy Mm -hmm. and then somewhere along the postpartum, they lose it. And I can feel that in your body. And then it's like, oh, oh, can we run a blood panel? Like, okay, I can check your whole thyroid for a hundred bucks. Can we just do it? I'll feel better. Mm-hmm. Or like, I need a ferritin. I need to check your iron. You just look pale. You've looked pale the last three visits. I'm not loving this, mm-hmm. you know? And in my blood lab, we can test ferritin for 20 bucks. Like there's, it's so cool. And so such valuable information to have. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I really think it's important to have people in your life who are tracking you and who are doing it in a way that, you know, my husband, for instance, is so great and he tracks me in a certain way, but he also just wants me to be doing great all the time. You know, (laughs) so it's like a little bit less biased. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, somebody who you can really honestly just say, I'm I'm not doing well. I'm exhausted or Mm -hmm. I'm having a hard time with this. Mm -hmm. And and then we talk about it and we figure out, you know, how can we support you? Do you need does your physiology need help? Do you need to go get a massage? Do you I prescribed somebody um, a week by themselves recently, jokingly, because I know she absolutely can't do it. But I was like, really, everything in your life would get better if you just had a week by yourself, like at a spa with people bringing you wholesome food, like really, right? Yeah. It's important that I say these things. I say, I I say it and just, but it's not right. It's, it's like your life is challenging right now and you don't get a break. Mm -hmm. And if you had a break, your body would know what to do with that. So I'm just planting the seed. Yeah. And maybe it's two hours or maybe whatever, but like, these are all really important pieces of helping you maintain this homeostasis, this balance, which in pregnancy and postpartum becomes, it becomes tricky. It really is. And, and it is also, I feel so impassioned about this maternity time because it is a moment that we have a lot of impact, not only for our own lives and our own trajectory and in, in health and wellness, but in our child's mm-hmm. and in creating the whole family culture, because as mothers, we are the keystone of the family. Like we are what makes a family work. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. it's a lot of pressure. I know, know, but it is so true on so many levels. And I, I, I totally agree. You know, if mom's doing well, the family's going to be doing well. If mom's not doing well, the family yeah. could very much suffer, you know, yeah. in that way. So um, real quickly, when someone comes to you, when they've been seeing you through pregnancy and they come and they have their baby, um, how, what do you recommend as far as seeing you after birth? When? And- uh, that's another great question. So usually what I'll tell moms, because I love, especially once I like, you know, get to know my mommies, I love treating their babies at least once. I used to offer a free new baby visit until my midwife after five years of doing that. So was like, Heather, you have to stop doing that. That is like, you are not taking care of yourself and people aren't respecting you for that. So um, I did stop after that five years, but doing at least one treatment for baby is so important. You know, even if it's just cranial, Um, because there is so much in uterine constriction, you know, when they're in the tummy, especially if they're like, I, you know, I I'll ask a mom because I can tell by the baby's body, Oh, were they just in the same position for the last, you know, six weeks at least. And they're like, Oh, for three months or whatever, they've been this Mm -hmm. way. And, and those babies need to be treated anybody with hard births. But as far as like a particularly impactful moment, that is a really impactful moment for Mm -hmm. a human's life. Um, so I do not like treating babies before about three weeks because it takes them about two weeks at least to land in a human body. (laughs) My midwives called it a real birth around two weeks. And so you might think you have angel baby for the first two weeks. And then at 15 days, they turn into like colic baby. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so I like to have an off and sometimes when I treat babies before the two week mark, I'll I'll miss things because they literally like aren't there yet. Like they, yeah. mm-hmm. they're not manifested yet. And so I tell my mom's book an hour, um, you know, three or four weeks past your due date. So, and in that hour, I see the baby for 45 minutes and the mom for 15. Okay. Perfect. So, 
unless the baby has a tongue tie issue, nursing issue, a really traumatic birth, you know, unless there's like an emergency that we need to treat right away, like a nursing, you know, they can't latch, then come sooner. But otherwise, about that three week mark is great for mom and baby. And then I assess with mom to see what is needed and if they want to continue with baby. Um, But in my ideal world, everyone would come in once a month because even once every six weeks, but once a month seems to be magic, even for a 15 minute, I do book up to hours. Like if people want to do cranial mm-hmm. um, or have a longer appointment, my favorite time is 30 minutes. If I had to choose one, of course I love hours with somebody that's lovely, but it's more expensive, mm-hmm. but I can get a lot done in 15 or 30 minutes. And even if someone can only afford the 30 or the 15 minutes, the $60 once a month, it it's big. And it's big, especially because I will track you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I, I really take a lot of responsibility, um, with my patients. I'm not, there's different healing models, right. And, and some are like, don't take on your patients, you know, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm, I take on my patients. I, I take responsibility for however I can be of help in their lives. I don't take it on in my physical body or my emotional field, that kind of thing. But it is like, when you come in, it is important to me that we are in responsibility to each other, you know, and, and when people come into my healing field, I want them to be full participants in that and inform me how they're doing. And I love tracking it. It bothers me when people fall off, mm-hmm. you know, and that's okay. we care. I think I'm in a profession too, where we really do care. We're doing this I work care. because we want, we, we care about people and their lives and how they're doing. Yeah. And so, and if they yeah. fall off because they're going to other practitioners or they decide they just want massages or whatever, I don't care. You know, that's great. But I just want to make sure that, that somebody's looking out you know, looking yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. so I think my last question for today, um, actually two things. One is I would love you've, you've thrown out different, um, offerings and services that you provide. Um, could you just kind of list all of those different things that if people come to you, the different things that you can yeah. offer to them. And then, and then after that, just anything else you think that would be helpful for us to know before we Perfect. say goodbye just for today. Yeah. So, um, I just, so I've been in practice 14 years with my dad at Jacobson Chiropractic. I just took over the full business last year, which is exciting. Um, started my, rebranded it as, as Hunt Vitality Chiropractic and Wellness Center. Um, my, I've always wanted to be a resource center for women. Even when I was in college, I knew that. At that point, I was good at like writing college applications and getting grants. So I was like, maybe I'll have, you know, like, um, so we have a new location on Zion street and I am very committed to vetting different professionals and off and, and having a team of services. So like when Katie reached out into the nest, actually, I reached out to Katie when I knew I was buying this building, which used to be Mariposa birth center. Mm-hmm. So there's been a, more than a hundred live births in my new office, which I love. That's awesome. I love. And before that, a bunch of women worked at a collection agency. And before that, a man raised three daughters. So that's the history of this. It's very, it's a great just feel of the the building anyway. And then we completely remodeled it. Um, And I have a really incredible rolfer. I have uh, Tim McNeely. And then my dad is um, here too, part-time, Dale Jacobson. And then an acupuncturist just joined us from San Francisco named Rebecca Fettig. She's been doing Japanese acupuncture for 18 years. She has a clinic still down in San Francisco, but she just moved up here. She's incredible. 
And then we have this classroom space, which the Nest is using. And I'm going to start populating more with like our own classes and resources. So those are all offerings. Mm-hmm. Personally, I offer the chiropractic and, you know, soft tissue work, muscle release, massage. Cranial and that's sick. for pregnant and non-pregnant bodies, right? Yep. Yeah. I mostly see women, but I do see men a lot. A lot of my patients will be like, can I send my partner? Can I send my husband in? Can I, and, I, and do you see men? Is that okay? <laughs> I've told him about you and he really wants to see you. Cause I'll say, well, go see my dog. And like, it's like, yes, I see men. I, I love seeing men. I have three sons. I feel highly impassioned about the plight of men and, and helping men in their bodies. <laughs> so, um, uh, that's with chiropractic. I also have quite a few Medicare age patients, which I love and a lot of kids, um, and babies. I offer the cranial sacral therapy, which I love, love. I've been trained in the Upledged Institute as well as other teachers. Um, that is a soft touch technique based on the osteopathic field that really works with the patient's own wisdom in their bodies and really helps release, um, restrictions more in the cranial sacral system, which is more the like nervous system and the pumping of the cerebral spinal fluid. And so it's really great for stress and anxiety and inner uterine things, anything related to the nervous system mm-hmm. and the head concussions, headaches down to the sacrum, though it's full body. Anyway, we, we could talk a whole hour about that. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the functional medicine is um, blood panels. I have a five page metabolic intake form. It's an hour long meeting to begin with though. If I already have a patient, like I've been describing to you for pregnancy and I notice something, I'll often just be like, can we just do a blood panel on that? You know, so it becomes a little more <laughs> casual yeah. and more affordable than coming in. Um, Shailen, one of the things I really want you to know about, I haven't launched it yet, but Hopefully this fall, I want to do group appointments because the functional medicine is expensive. I mean, my blood panel, though, it's a 10th of the price of insurance. It's still $250. Mm-hmm. And then to see me, you know, it's, it adds up. Mm-hmm. And so one of my visions with that is to have like four or five women get, do like a postpartum group, a perimenopause group. Cause that's where I am now. It's mm-hmm. really fun. <laughs> and, um, and like a pregnancy group if they want, and then, and then offer my hourly time very affordably, like 50 bucks an hour or something. And then they just pay for the, but it, but they have to do the panel. And then we go through it as a group, you That's know, and wow, I want to do a really thyroid cool. group. Yeah. So, and just, and then what I want to do is do it in the studio so that I can have my time with them and then leave them there mm-hmm. and try to get women that I know will like resonate with each other so that they can build community because so much of our health is based on how isolated or connected we feel. Right. Yeah. So that's something I'm really excited about launching. It's been a dream of mine and I actually have the space for it. Um, just to bring that down and what else, those are the main things that I, yeah, I do a lot of nutrition and I have a lot of supplements that I love that have helped me attend, but it doesn't, I don't, it's sort of like whatever people want is how we go. Perfect. I love it. And we will share again, your information and ways people can connect with you when we share this interview. Um, And then I think just as we wrap up, is there anything we didn't cover today? I know there's a ton we didn't get to get in, get into. We'll have to have more Yeah, Uh, part two and a part three and a part four, but just any parting words or advice or anything in particular you'd like to share before we wrap up. Um, yeah, I think, you know, pregnancy, 
being a woman, number one, is intense, right? It's we are, are a hormonal mishmash. And mo- everyone who sees me is highly empathic, and I'm highly empathic. And that really changes the way we feel in the world as well, you know, is when we're so sensitive and we really are feeling so many things from the outside world that aren't even ours Mm -hmm. and having reactions to those. Um, And I, I just, I, I, I feel like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. You know, there's a lot of shoulds and we have this, all these great things. Like when I had my first two babies, I didn't even have a smartphone. (laughs) You know, one is because they weren't invented. And the second one is because I refused to get one until the iPhone five, because I knew I was going to get sucked into a world, which I have, and I love parts of it and parts of it are hard. Right. And it it does create a lot more shoulds and we just should on ourselves too much. And I still do it. And I still struggle with, um, how sensitive I am, how much I care about others and how they're doing and how the world's doing. And then you add pregnancy and having a baby and my empathic responses went off the charts with that. Yeah. Like it became very much like I couldn't, if, even if I heard anything about like child abuse or something, it just, it like shattered me after you have your own baby, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think just really um, taking good care of yourself, no matter how that looks mm-hmm. and really prioritizing that and trying to get rid of the shoulds as much as we can. And also we're not perfect all the time, right? (laughs) Like I am definitely not the mom I want to be every single day and every single moment, Mm -hmm. but we can apologize to our kids. We can tell them, you know, why we have this reaction pattern and say, I'm going to do better next time. And, you know, there's just so many options Um, when we just take a little bit of pressure off ourselves and let ourselves be highly sensitive, empathic humans that are doing our best in a world that, I mean, yeah, we're so privileged to be living where we're living to be. I mean, I'm a white woman living in California, like the incredible privilege. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's still hard Mm -hmm. and I still put a lot of pressure on myself and I still have a lot of goals that. I want to meet and things I want to do. And just to take more time, I think for, I'm talking to myself too, you know, but just to take more more time to to take care of myself, to stay balanced, to keep investigating what does balance look like for me Mm -hmm. and, and, and be okay saying no, even if I have serious fear of missing out. (laughs) And because our needs really shift around pregnancy and birth. And I think they shift for a lifetime. Yeah. You know, we have a huge identity. I, what can become a crisis with motherhood, it can become beautiful and open you up into, I think motherhood is like, opens us up into so much magic. Mm-hmm. And also in that opening, you know, I, I, I would say it's like the territory of my heart expanded so much that it took a while for me to populate it with just everything love-based and not fear and like anxiety too. Right. Because it's all of a sudden we're blown open. And how do we, how do we really, um, stay balanced, stay loving, keep the shoulds us off us as much as possible and ask for what we need. Yep. Even be clear about what we need. And I think you're, you know, just to add on to that, it's so true that I think oftentimes we become a mom and we are such, we can, um, generally speaking, be such selfish 
selfless beings. And we become so much like, I I have this family. I want to take care of my family. I want to, you know, do everything for them. And we sacrifice even sometimes more than we realize because of our selflessness and that it's okay. And I sit with women a lot of time too, and remind them it's also okay to take care of yourself. Like we need to take care of ourselves and do those things for ourselves and say yes to ourselves say no to the other things and say yes to us. And it's so much easier said than done. Obviously we know this because we're, you're speaking yeah. and I'm going, yes, I need to hear this. Uh, and you're saying yeah. it yourself. And, you know, we need to remind ourselves and our, our community of mothers about the same thing. Like if you aren't yeah. taking care of yourself, you aren't going to be good for your family. And so yeah. this is just, you know, the things you offer are just, you know, um, some really important ways that they can, take care of themselves so they yeah. can feel better in their body and their brain um, throughout this journey. But, you know, and, and just to go broader with it, is there, you know, anything and everything, taking that nap, going for that walk all by yourself yeah. <laughs> or, you know, spending an extra 10 minutes in target, mindlessly wandering around or wherever you're shopping, just being in your, in your own space by yourself is so helpful, but definitely improving that connection with our body and our mind through, you know, body work, um, can be another benefit. So I just love what you said. And it's such a great reminder. And, you know, uh, I think it can be applied to all of us, no matter what stage we are at in our parenthood journey. Um, and so I think that's it. We'll wrap up. Thank you so much. Yeah. This is just feels like a springboard to a lot more conversations that we could have. So I super appreciate your time. Um, again, I'll share your information so people can get in touch with you. Also, if they come to any of our classes now, we get to be in your beautiful space. I, I just taught a class there. It felt so good to be there. The energy was amazing. There were so many smiling faces throughout our time together that night. And so I'm looking forward to seeing you and your space again next week. And yeah. um, we'll be in touch to do another one of these because this was great. And I, I really appreciate your time and energy. Thank you. Thank you, Shailen. You too. I really appreciate everything you're doing. And I'm really excited that Hunt Vitality and the Nest are joining forces. Oh, it just feels it's right. right. It's right. And we need it. We need it in this community. It's very important. So yeah, I look forward to expanding even more. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and end this recording and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.